Episode 233, Become a Standout Leader. I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here. I am host of the Empowering Educators podcast, and I am having a delightful time getting to know many of you behind the scenes. I so appreciate you following me on social and connecting with me and telling me what your struggles are, the obstacles you're facing, and asking how I can help. And I hope many of these podcast episodes and the blog at Always a Lesson will help you kind of push through this very unique and different year. I think we can certainly be successful and become the type of educator we want to become, even though this past, I would say, longer than a year now um, has really challenged us to see things different. And I don't want to use that word pivot, it's so overly used, but to just change the way that we've operated. So my goal is always to leave you empowered and excited to take on your day and be willing and able to push through whatever you face. And that's really why I, I call you an elite educator. I believe that describes somebody who is willing to keep trying to fight the good fight, find different ways to do that, to reach out when they need help, to tune into a podcast like this, to gain new strategies or ideas that maybe they hadn't tried before. So I appreciate you and I'm proud of you. Today, I'm really excited to be in your ear talking about becoming a standout leader. So if you help develop uh, teacher skills in any capacity, this episode is certainly for you. Many of us are now back into the school buildings. I just want to take a moment to say hallelujah that celebrate the little things that bring us all joy and being back together in the classrooms and in the schools. Oh, it just feels so good. So thankful for that. I do like to start our podcast episode sharing the rationale. Where did these ideas come from? And as I kind of hinted before, folks keep reaching out with different aspects that they're struggling with. And, and this certainly is on their mind. Like, how do I continue to become better when I can barely be what I was before or when I'm struggling so much? And I'm going to tell you that you can become a phenomenal leader even amongst your circumstances. And if you don't know what I do, great teachers continue to leave the profession. Why? They have a lack of support. And more importantly, that support, if they get any, is certainly not personalized to them and what they need. And it's not bite-sized. It's like this super long day of PD that's one size fits all. And then you don't see them again till next month. And it's not helping teachers in the moment like right now. So my goal is always to meet you where you are, give you what you need, and then help you get there. And the same happens when we climb the ladder in education 
it really truly gets lonely at the top. And if you're leading teachers, helping them become better, whether you have a student teacher or you mentor your peers or you run PD at your school site or you're a content specialist or an instructional coach or part of the admin team, whatever. Some of you don't even have titles, but you lead teachers. And I know that to be true because I talk to you. It's hard when you're you're climbing the ladder and you don't really have that same camaraderie you did when you were in the classroom as a teacher. You have to really pave your own path. And there's not that many people ahead of you that you can look to for guidance. Everyone has their own way of doing things or personality or role. And you're kind of trying to figure out what does this look like for me? And then you got to hunt down your own learning opportunities. <laughs> it's kind of like you don't have school courses anymore. You don't have any set professional development trainings you need to attend. It's whatever you want it to be. And so sometimes we do nothing at all and we just expect life experience to make us better. And it certainly does. But sometimes we have to invest in opportunities that make us better, whether we invest our time or we invest our money. But you've got to be dedicating learning time for yourself to keep growing. And I know that we're all in this weird time together, but there are certainly folks who have sat back and watched and, and been part of the table discussion of effective strategies and leadership and, and instruction. And I encourage you to find those people, ask good questions and glean from them what you can. I mean, there's no harm in giving things a try. So I'm going to focus just now on teaching you how I have learn to kind of lead my own learning, hunt down my learning opportunities, stay on top of what's happening, even if it's ever changing, connect to the right people and keep growing so that I, I don't just look back and say, oh, I was really good at one time and, and then I kind of got off the beaten path. It's no, I'm continuing to be that. And it's, it's my job. It's my job to be a learner. It's my job to be a leader. And it just doesn't stop. And the moment I stop, that's where I lose my edge. That's where I lose my effectiveness. And I don't want that day to come. And before I go any further, I did want to remind you we are having a virtual coaching retreat. March 19th through the 21st, like I said, it's virtual. Renew, refresh, revive. I know those of you out there leading teachers are like, I just need some TLC right now. There's no travel. You're going to join in with other instructional coaches from all over the world. There are tons of live components. You'll enjoy your weekend. You can pause everything that's going on, learn new skills, focus on what you need most. We're going to talk mindset, burnout, mindfulness, mental health. There will be subject and grade level community roundtable discussions and coaching sessions. Oh my gosh, the all access is live sessions, PJs and painting party. There's replay videos. You get five clock hours of a PD certificate to your learning this is just great. So I will stick the link for you to grab your seat in the show notes. Just go to alwayselesson.com, click on podcast, you'll find this episode, and then there you go. So let's hop back into the show, becoming a standout leader. So what is the definition of a standout leader? That means to me, someone who does things differently. They are admirable. They are effective. They're top notch. And why does that really matter? Well, they can make the biggest impact because they're able to affect teachers and students and not just this one year alone, but all the years that come. So each teacher that I can help serves their 30 plus kids. 
year after year after year after year. So just the impact is tremendous. And so when you do things differently and you're doing them effectively, think of the impact that you can have on that many people. And we just cannot lose any more great teachers. And I don't want to deter any more kids from becoming, you know, more prepared for their future. And so it's our duty to become a standout leader. We cannot help others become great if we don't become our own version of great first. You know that analogy on the airplane with the oxygen mask. But in order for us to help others, we have to help ourselves first. We have to put ourselves first in learning and in leadership so that we then can share everything we know and help them cultivate their talents so that those teachers can then go cultivate the talents in the kids. It's this baton that you're passing between all these different rows of amazing educators. And if you want to play the game, then you got to practice. And in order to practice, you got to get in there and figure it out, push yourself to new heights of learning and strategizing and fill up your tool belt full of different strategies and skills. Like you just got to keep going. We can't just say, I have all these accolades. I have all these accomplishments. I have all these diplomas and certificates. Like, what are you doing with them? And I hate when teachers are saying, oh, I can't wait to be a leader. I'm going to go and get this degree and I'm going to try this certification. And I'm like, please stop. What is it that you want to do in the education profession? What kind of impact do you want to have? And is that degree or is that certification going to get you closer to what you want? And if it's not, not now. It's not the time. It's not going to guarantee that you get the job. It's all about your relationships and your results. Yeah, that person might look great on paper, but I guarantee if you have a personal recommendation for whatever job you're trying to get or next leadership role, the record you have behind you following you in is going to be more important than the fact that that person has some sort of degree. So stop chasing those metrics. It's like social media and the followers. It just drives me crazy. And they're like posting these weird pictures that have nothing to do with helping anyone become better. It's like a picture of their lemonade from lunch and their whatever. And I have been guilty in the past of doing that and thinking to myself, why am I posting this? What is it? Who cares? So now I'm really trying to be much more intentional with what I'm doing and the footprint I'm leaving online is how am I engaging? And when I show up, am I giving value? Am I asking great questions? And if not, what's it for? I mean, it's not to say you can't have a personal life and just enjoy and do those things. But if you're truly trying to better yourself, I mean, social media is a great place to do it. Your school is a great place to do it. Your community is a great place to do it. And I'll go into detail in a moment. But I'm just saying all this to say, I want to recalibrate what we think being a standout is because I think a lot of the things you might think about those people, meaning the type of leaders you wish you were really at the end of the day, don't aren't really what make them great. It's this outside view that you're looking at them thinking you need to have this outfit or you need to have this type of technology or you need to have this kind of job or drive this kind of car or have this many friends or whatever. And it's like, I mean, can they do the job and can they do it well? Like that's what matters most. And why? Because too many people are leaving 
because what they are showing up to do each and every day is not the most important thing that moves the needle. And they get frustrated that they're not seeing the fruit of their labor is because they're thinking about the wrong things. We've all been guilty of that. So enough of my diatribe. Let's get us back on track here. So I want to give you some good news, bad news. So the bad news is this whole focus of we're never going to reach the peak of our greatness. We're always going to be reaching for it because when you get to that level of what you wanted, you're going to want something else. It Your mind opens up to the next level and it's an ongoing process. And that's good because education is forever changing. And so just because you were, you know, this amazing educator decades ago, you know, those strategies and techniques may not work. There are some evergreen techniques that I think will always, great teachers will always have and leaders will always have, but you do have to get some current skill set. So that's the bad news is that, you know, you never stop. You just have to keep going, which means you have to make it part of your routine, part of just the way you do things, part of how you make connections with people, of, of what can you learn from them and what can you share with them. Now, the good news is my grandma always said, a little dab will do you. She'd always say, a little dab will do you. And I think, I don't know, maybe she was talking about makeup or sunscreen or something. <laughs> but the point is, we don't have to go and sit for hours and be like, okay, this is my learning time. Or, oh man, I have to find time to get this learning in. And it becomes stressful. And guess what? You're not going to do it. So try and think of during the day how you can find little pockets of time to learn. And I'll share with you in a second what that might look like. But I think when you start realizing when you are smart with your time and intentional with your time, how it's really not that big of a deal. And before long, you are becoming stronger and smarter and better equipped without even having to sacrifice all the time to do it. So let's get into the action. I like sharing these actionable tips because I think it helps you take my message and actually put it in to your life and see results. So step one, learn. What I want you to do is go chase your own PD. That means there's always something that you can learn. Even if you're an expert, there's something to learn from everyone. Um, I have a folks in my mastermind who have been teaching longer than I taught. They've been leaders longer than I've taught. They have higher degrees than I do, but they value being in new experiences. And they are always the ones that say, oh, I've learned so much from being a part of this group. It's because they're open to it. They don't close it off because they assume they're not going to get something out of the experience. And I know some of you have lots of years of experience. And how many times has a new person come to your staff, especially fresh out of college, and they've got all these ideas and you're like, wow, they have zero years experience and I'm learning a lot from them. Right. So please don't look at the learning opportunities and size it up for uh, where do you fit into that and how does it measure up to you? It's Go in with this open-minded, I'm going to walk away with something. And when you're on the lookout to learn something, you're going to learn something. How about a virtual conference? Hello, I told you about that earlier. Hope you're coming to join us at the coaching retreat. Ed camps, love ed camps. And virtual ed camps are becoming a thing now, which is a lot of fun. All the books. I mean, I have become a book hoarder. But what I've told myself is as long as each and every day I am reading something from one of the books then I feel accomplished in that area of 
you are a learner today through reading. And this is the type of book I feel like reading today. And so I'm going to read it. And slowly but surely, I make my way through them and I put them in my collections. And I'm one of those who highlights and post-it notes. And so I have these ongoing books that I'm like, oh, this is just such great stuff. And I even have a notebook where I take the best of the best. So if I found something in a book, I'm like, I do not want to forget this. I put it in the journal or in the notebook and I can reference that's like my holy grail of educational tips. So feel free to steal that too. Blogs are another fantastic way to keep the learning going. Whatever is on your heart or on your mind to learn, type that into Google and see what comes up. And you can just click through the first five articles or so or blogs and get some new ideas and a fresh perspective and check it off. You've done some learning today. You've also been um, aware of now new blogs or websites you hadn't heard of before. So again, it's all in how you go looking rather than the negative. I have to sit and learn or I got to go to this conference. It's, you know, what can I contribute and what can I learn? Here's a bonus tip, kind of this everyday tip. Be a people watcher. Oh my gosh, I learned so much about people and we are in the people business. We service kids, we service teachers, we service the community members and our staff. So when you're in a store, when you're out in local businesses, anywhere in public, look at all the interactions of people. You can learn so much about what makes a conversation go well, what doesn't make it go well, who's actively listening, who seems to be engaging, what makes people drawn to a certain personality type, what draws the crowd, um, how people can be sympathetic to someone going through a rough time. Like all of these things help you become a better leader or a better teacher as you interact with people. So just sometimes I'm like, I can't consume any more information, but I can certainly go put my butt in the park on a bench and watch and see what's happening and learn a little bit more about people so I can become better in that area of my life. So step one was learn. Step two is build. And I want you to go build your tribe. This is your PLN, your professional learning network. This is going to take your level one, your step one, which is your learning. Add in your people. And this is where you're going to learn and connect. So a Twitter chat. I know you're sick of hearing me talk about these dang Twitter checks, but I promise you there are some amazing educators, like generational educators who just keep reinventing themselves and so current. And they're just a ray of light. Again, you can choose who you follow and who you consume. So if you've had a negative experience, let's get over it. Let's try it again. Let's find some people, follow some hashtags. When you're scrolling on social media, Twitter can become part of that five-minute scroll. It's going to be okay. Engage. Or if you don't even want to actually respond in a Twitter chat, you can at least watch it go down and read everyone's answers. It is like... Holy cow, at the end, I've taken so many notes because I'm like, oh, this would be really fun. This would be really good. And then you can message them and ask follow-up questions about how they did that at their school or what does this look like? Can I have more details? Speaking of Twitter chats, my second love is the Clubhouse app. If you're on the iPhone, you've probably heard about it. Some folks are like, I don't like it. It's audio only. I get distracted. People talk about themselves too much. And yeah, you're going to get the good and the bad on any social site. So again, you've got to go in. You can follow these rooms and listen into people's discussions on different topics and give it a try. You can even start your own room if you feel like this is a, a topic I'm really comfortable talking about. I'm going to start my own room. People that are on the app at the time can come in. It's all live, nothing recorded. 
and they can ask questions and you can swap stories and strategies and have made so many friends so far and we're already like holding each other accountable for different goals and it's just this really cool place to connect with folks and they're literally because it's so new it's like no one has a leg up because this is new everyone's figuring out how to use it uh, everyone starts out with zero followers so there's really no like I'm behind so get on there and give it a try Hey y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. Social media is another great place, um, but use it not just to scroll. I want you to push yourself a little bit here. That means comment on folks' posts who are talking about educational-related stuff and get in their DMs and up-level the conversation to specifics, strategies, ideas, um, (laughs) not-so-good things or celebratory things. Just get that conversation going. Follow their feed of the people that really inspire you to show up and do amazing things and watch their stories. I think right now I am really finding a lot of value um, with some admin I've followed on social media, specifically Instagram, because the younger folks that happen to be on Instagram are like these lifestyle folks about their, their clothes and their life and whatever, and that's great. But uh, for my learning time, that is not going to help me. So I have found some admin who are a little more professional, a little more polished. I mean, they certainly in their stories show their family and a little more like relaxed. But when they are on their feed, they're showing you all the things they're doing in their building and how they're learning and going to their own conferences or how they're at roundtables with other amazing educators. And it's just cool to watch people learn. It's cool to, to see what they're doing to learn. Where are they going? What do they find valuable? Especially on Clubhouse. I'm like, oh, that person's amazing. I've heard people talk about them. Like, what rooms do they go in? You know, or Twitter chats. What chats are they involved in? And you just get to kind of see how people are up-leveling their game. You're like, wow, this person's so accomplished, and yet they are still learning and growing and doing all these things. And those are the people you want influencing you. So look beyond the scroll, folks. Okay, bonus tip. I want to just make mention here of you could find people to empower you to be stronger and better leaders in and out of your industry. So don't stay so focused on education like I have to be an education only. You can find people in marketing or, you know, the business world or the pet service industry. I mean, anything. I'm always finding leadership principles in other people. And I I often find the best leadership principles by people that are not in education and they follow completely different rules and they don't have some of the baggage that we can have sometimes. And it's just really cool to see what makes them effective and how I can make it my own. I think that's the biggest challenge of, okay, they are really great. What is it that makes them great? And if I were to try that on, what would it look like on me? Meaning like, okay, I might not have that same personality, but I like that approach. So what can I do to give it a whirl? All right. Step three is execute. So this is your Step one, you're learning. Step two, you've got your PLN. And then step three is time to do it. Meaning jot down, have a journal where you can kind of review during your morning routine of all the things you're learning. It keeps it top of mind. I, if you haven't noticed, 
have a whole stack of books next to my bed. If you follow me on social media, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I, well, like I was sharing before, we'll read a little bit and I don't even finish one book. I've kind of got a couple different going depending on my mood and I can become a consumption hog. Like I just consume, 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 and I'm not actually doing anything with it, which is why I'm here preaching to you to make sure you do it because there's no point in being like the all knowing person yet you've accomplished nothing. (laughs) And leadership is an act of service and so is education. So if we're not putting anything into practice, we're not actually helping anybody. So if you keep a journal of the things that you thought were really amazing that you learned that week and that you want to hold yourself accountable to trying, writing it down cements it in your brain so then you remember it. And when it's next to your bed or it's a sticky note on the mirror in the morning when you're brushing your teeth, it's just that reminder of, okay, yeah, this is what I need to try and this is what I need to do. I've done the notes app, but it just gets lost in my phone with other things. So I try to do something a little more visual, but that's just my learning style. Don't forget to reflect on how these things are going, because even if something bombs and you're like, oh, that was not good at all, you never know. Maybe it just needs a tiny tweak and you'll be back in action. So don't throw something out just because the first time didn't go as planned. In terms of executing, have a game plan. Let's remember the in science experiments. You want your control, and then you can have some sort of variable that is going to be the change agent. And if you start changing too many things, then it all gets lost in translation, and you're not sure what made it work and what didn't make it work. So when you're trying some of these on, be sure you're not just trying them all at one time, or you're starting over and trying a whole different group of things. Slowly add things in as you become successful so you know if it didn't work, you know which part of your strategy didn't work and you can make slight adjustments instead of having to do a complete overhaul. Don't forget to get feedback from people that you lead. I know I've mentioned that multiple times on this podcast of they are the ones experiencing your leadership. So they are the ones that hold the most truth and value in their opinion. So don't forget to ask them Hey, how is this going? This could be students or the teachers or community members or other staff of one specific aspect of your leadership. Make sure you hone in on something instead of like, hey, how do you think I'm doing? That's just way too vague. You might say, hey, that meeting I held, how did you think I was in my messaging? Was I clear? That gives them a place to start and know exactly how to respond. Let me give you a bonus tip before I wrap things up here for you. Make these goals visible like I told you the post-its. My dad, who was an extremely successful leader in his industry, he always has post-its of quotes or um, phrases or ideas that he wants to try. And it's his moment in the mirror in the morning where he looks at himself and he reads these. Well, they're not really affirmations. They're more like goals he wants to accomplish and encouraging words that he knows he needs to hear so he can go do them. And he, like I said, has just done so well in his industry. So that tells me taking time for yourself to recalibrate every morning and dedicate in your mind, I am going to do these things and I'm capable of doing these things and it's going to work out even if it's not perfect. I think taking that time and having that visible reminder is important. So whether you put them on the mirror or you just tell someone in your PLN and they can hold you accountable, making goals visible, I mean, not just physically visible, but getting them out, saying them out loud, telling other people about them. If if they're a secret, 
I don't know that you're ever going to reach that goal. So be sure to shout it from the mountaintops. So let's go through that again. It was step one is learn. I want you to chase your own PD. Step two is build your tribe, your PLN. And three is execute. And I want you to practice. So again, a standout leader. This is someone who we respect and admire, who is humble, who does it different, who never stops learning or trying. They are responsive. They listen. Uh, You don't have to be the most decorated, the most educated, the most experienced. You just need to have an insatiable desire to continue to be better each and every day that you show up to the job. Here's your next steps. Decide the area that you want to strengthen. Create a roadmap to get there. Please be reasonable and realistic. You don't have to do it all. It's ongoing. Remember, a little dab will do you versus this like hardcore chunk of time. Just do that process where you're going to learn, you're going to build, and you're going to execute. You've got your little tracking system there. And then celebrate your awareness of that you're learning and growing, your progress, any milestones you've hit. So decide your area, create that roadmap, and celebrate yourself. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on becoming a standout leader. It's an intentional and ongoing habit everyone can do, but you have to be willing to do it. Because you're elite, I know you're already on your way to being a standout leader. So go out and be great because you've just been empowered.